Hi, good morning. I'm Menika Doshi. It's November 29 and this is your morning update. I'm going to start with some tough news. North Korea fired an intercontinental ballistic missile near Japan last night. Japan said the ICBM flew for 53 minutes before landing in waters about 250 kilometers from its northwest coast. US Secretary of Defense James Mattis said that it flew higher than any previous North Korean launch. Analysts said the test showed that Washington DC is now potentially in reach. Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe and US President Donald Trump spoke after the launch but reportedly did not discuss any military options. Trump reacted calmly, telling reporters, and I quote, "We will take care of the situation." South Korea's military said it staged a precision strike missile exercise within minutes of the launch. After an initial reaction, markets calmed down and it turned out to be another record day on Wall Street. The Dow and the S&P up about a percent, the FTSE in London doing just as well, and Asian markets have started in the green this morning. Not much movement on the dollar last night, but the pound gained. Here's why markets shrugged off the North Korea test. Long-awaited progress on the political front was made in both the US and the UK. President Trump's tax reform bill passed the Senate Budget Committee and now will be tested on the Senate floor. Chances are the bill may go through before the year end. But a budget deal is still elusive in the US, raising the odds that the US government will partially shut down next week. Federal Reserve Chair nominee Jerome Powell said the case for raising interest rates at next month's policy meeting is strengthening. He was speaking at his confirmation hearing before the Senate Banking Committee. Powell said, and I quote, "I think the case for raising interest rates at our next meeting is coming together. Conditions are supportive of doing that. The Fed will hold its final policy meeting of the year on December 12th and 13th." The second print of third quarter US GDP may be revised up today thanks to consumer spending and inventory accumulation according to a Bloomberg intelligence report. Across the pond, UK and European Union negotiators have reached an outline deal on the divorce bill that Britain will pay when it leaves the bloc. This is according to a Telegraph report on the latest news on Brexit. Back home, Nestle's Maggie has failed a lab test in Shah Jahanpur in Uttar Pradesh, according to a report by PTI. A lab test found ash content above the permissible limits of human consumption. The district administration has imposed a fine of 45 lakh rupees on Nestle, 15 lakh rupees on its three distributors, and 11 lakh rupees on its two sellers. The FMCG company maintained that it's a case of application. of incorrect standards SEBI plans to introduce rules on the participation of retail investors in algorithmic trading according to a report in the Economic Times Meanwhile the Global Entrepreneurship Summit kicked off yesterday as you probably know already we have some very interesting startup stories on the website bloombergquint.com so do visit for more and while you're there do read finance minister Arun Jaitley's column the fiction of loan waiver to capitalists he defends the ordinance amending the insolvency and bankruptcy act and asks if india wants majboor banks or majboot banks read that on bloombergquint.com as well all right dashan mehta joins me now for the india market check dashan before we get to the outlook on india equities a quick check on how global metal prices are doing this morning 
Good morning, Minka. Good morning, viewers. Uh, yes, you're right. Commodities seem to be weak on the LME as well as China. Copper and nickel are taking it on their chin on the LME. While weak start for commodities in China, aluminium is down, copper is down, uh, iron ore is down. So overall, it's a weak set of commodity queues. But the SGX Nifty is trading with a positive bias. Which are the companies you have to watch out today? Still numbers coming out, Atlas Cycles, Kakatiya Cements, Mukta Arts, Premier Explosives, Safari Industries, Tara Jewels and TBZ will report numbers today. Couple of numbers that came out after market hours, uh, decent numbers from ADF Foods, RPP Infra, ILNFS Engineering and Construction, while weak set of numbers came in from Valchanagar Industries. Couple of stocks that you have to watch out for. Coal India is considering hiking salary of its executives, which may cost the company up to 800 crores. That is as per PTI. Macquarie has upgraded the stock to an outperform as they believe that the risk reward is favorable. Reliance Communication enters into a share purchase agreement for Pandal Technologies to sell 100% of their non-core DTH business. AU Small Finance Bank begins offering a mutual fund distribution and has already partnered with 11 asset management companies. Technofab Engineering, a small company, has received an order worth 280 crores. JP Associates completes its conversion of the FCCBs. In terms of bulk deals, uh, only one notable one, uh, Somani Ceramics, in which NT Asia Discovery Fund has sold in 2% stake. 13 stocks in the FNO ban, Judge Dial is the only counter that comes out. And a lot of reports come out. Three initiating reports. Jefferies has initiated on Britannia with a target price of 48.50. ICICI Direct has initiated on Varun Beverages with a target price of 590. And SMC Institutional has initiated on Colte Patil with a target price of 485. Couple of other reports, UBS has hiked the target price of Hindalco to 270 and Motilal Oswal has upgraded Alchem Labs to a buy and hiked the target price to 2500. So these are the, some of the important stocks that you have to watch out for. The other important news uh, is something that you can read on our daily copy, all you need to know and that is available on our website www.bloombergquint.com. All right, Darshan, thanks very much for that. Now, before I say goodbye, watch the Bitcoin as it nears 10,000. But you may not want to buy it as legendary investor Jack Bogle, the man who founded ETFs, says you should avoid the Bitcoin like the plague. More on that and all the other stories we've discussed on this podcast on BloombergQueen.com. Have a great day.